Okay, welcome nerds. This is a special edition of Nerd Candy. We just got back from Infinity War. When I say we, I went with my best friend and Edwin Manwin. Say hello. Hello. And this is going to be our very special spoilers. Spoilers, sweetie, spoilers. You have been warned. If you want to listen to our non-spoiler review, we will also be posting that one. And I will make sure you know which is which. So let's get to it. I just got back from that movie and my mind is blown. I'm still I'm still lost of words right now. It's an emotional roller coaster. Very. From, I, the, from the beginning all the way to the end. But I called it. I called it Loki was not the bad guy. For it, uh, that really, I was like, for once, once he started with his treacherous smile, I'm just like, oh, come on, man, really? It's like, you get one chance to, you know, do something right, and he ended up doing the right thing. Yeah, but like I said from the beginning, one in the trailers, you see the body of all the Asgardians. And Very sad. He, he had that heartbroken look in his face, and I saw it in the trailers, and I completely called it in the beginning scene, and that was great. Um, he, he risked himself for his brother. He wasn't going to let his brother die. He, he tried to, you know, bluff, but Thanos called his bluff. Well, he's he's dealt with Loki before, so he pretty much already knew knows his his tells. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, that means Loki is no more in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is correct. Because there is no coming back from that. Oh no. And then you have um, Heimdall. Heimdall. Yeah. Just he used his last strength. He to... used his last bit of dark magic to. Yeah, to to summon the Bifrost to send, send Hulk, Hulk back to Earth. The Hulk, because he knew he needed to send someone to warn them. And he sent the Hulk, and that was, wow. And then that was sad. I've never seen the Hulk get his, his behind whoops so bad. Yeah, the other guy, he's like, no, 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 let him play. <laughs> But I mean, it was it was crazy, and that's all before the opening credit. We have two people dead, dead before the opening credit. Two people dead, and the other one just knocked out for the count. It's just like wow, he means business. Yeah, he's not playing and, around. And now Thor is officially the last Asgardian. Asgardian, yep, the last one. Because I don't know what happened to Valkyrie. Right. They didn't was, touch on her. She did, actually, did. She was nowhere to be found. It's actually surprising because she was in a ship with them. Yeah. And then she was a no-show. Huh. Unless that, that they later explain it that she left and... Or he sent her... Well... Maybe he sent her away with a ship of some of the people. Like, well, we won't know until well, yeah. later. But then again, Because remember, Thanos has a habit of killing half of the people, not all of them. True. That's kind of his like signature move. And we don't know how long it took also to you know for Thanos to show up after the end of Ragnarok. Well, the thing you don't know how long he was there. You don't know how long. I mean, obviously Thor was freaking. He had been fighting for a while, and you know Thor is not going to fight for a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean. Maybe some you know maybe some of them got the chance to escape. So yes, I'm saying maybe she took them. 
Maybe Probably. she that's what happened is she took some of the people and escaped. But this is just us theorizing because we don't know. And we won't know until later. And then they get to... He falls in the lap of um, freaking Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. And, and then it just, it just... The trip just keeps going from there. And the, the exchange between Doctor Strange and Tony... Oh. Hilarious. I two, mean... Two hotheads, you know, going at it. Two oh, egos. Exactly. Two egos, more two to say. Two genius egos. Because one thinks he's... Uh, they both think they're smarter than anyone in the world. So now you have two of the smartest men... Like in one kind room, of literally it, just yeah. having you know a piss you know a pissing contest. <laughs> yeah, literally. and then you have the balance with um, Spidey. Yeah, he kind of balanced them out with that, and then they go off into space, and then that's the whole thing with this story is you're following all these people through all these different locations. You got Earth, you then they're going, they're off into space, mm-hmm. and. Tony leaves behind his cell phone, his little flip phone that has just Steve Rogers' phone number. Nothing else in there but Steve Rogers' just phone number. Just right about when he's about to call, that's when, mm-hmm. you know, Thanos, you know, kids pretty much just come in to yeah. ruin the party. Exactly. And then um, it, it's it's just, it's, wow. <laughs> it just goes everywhere. And, and this is action, action, but story, too. So... And how they actually melded in the comic relief to fit well with the story. Yeah, and each section had their own little kind of comic relief. I mean, I love my favorite kind of pissing matches between Thor and Peter Quill. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> Him feeling all... Uh, Demas- emasculated. Yeah, emasculated mm-hmm. by Thor. You can, you can stop rubbing his muscles now. <laughs> Him trying to speak like him. What do you call him? You called him a, a fairy god or something? I can't remember right now. Oh, that was that was awesome. Everybody was laughing so hard that you couldn't really hear what he said at like the comeback after that. Yeah, I mean but then they kept on calling him that. And then the fact that he called Rocket, who hates being called anything but what he is, he a called rabbit. him a bunny. <laughs> He's like a little rabbit. He kept on calling a rabbit and a bunny. And he was like, Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you also think I'm the captain, so you won't call me Bunny Fine. Oh, of course. You know, he's going to make his new hammer slash, you know, axe. He's, you know, oh, and Dinklage? Yes. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was wondering. He's normally the smallest person in the, in the film. Yep. This time he's the biggest. <laughs> but he's, I found that hilarious. But he's like the dwarf that made his hammer. Yeah. So it's when he came in, I'm think you know, I'm thinking like, you know, regular, you know, reg, you know, regular uh dwarf. You know, cuz I'm like, okay, you know, there was three of them that made it. Okay, but I wasn't expecting him to be a big one. Yeah. And that <laughs> so was, I was like, it was that's awesome. not a dwarf. <laughs> that was awesome. You <laughs> see his big old head and it's like, whoa. <laughs> he went he's normally the smallest person in the film, now he's the biggest person in the film, he was literally. The <laughs> but I mean, then you have you're traveling in so many places. You're following Earth, what's going on on Earth. You're following Tony trying to rescue doc, the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange and Spider Man helping out and using movie 
<laughs> to help out. He's like, what's your plan? Have you seen aliens? He's pop culture. Always. <laughs> it's like, awesome. And you're following that storyline. You're following Thor's storyline. You're following Peter Quill and the rest of the Guardians. And then you're following Thanos all at the same time. And Vision as well. At one point, you're following Vision, yeah, but that was short-lived, because that's why I said just Earth, because it went from you're following Vision, then everybody shows up, and the way Captain showed up, oh my god. Mm -hmm. That was so, that was like, that was the most badass entry, like, anybody could have ever done. Of course. He's just chilling, he's just standing there like an ominous figure behind the train, it's like, And then it's like, Truman's like, oh my god. It was awesome. And then Wakanda, I mean, come on. I mean, you can't say Wakanda's not awesome. You can't say any of this without Wakanda. I'm Like I said, I'm still at all. That yeah. was... It was a good... It, it was good. It was well-written, well-directed. Great action. It caught me... It literally caught me from surprise in certain aspects, you know, because one moment you're thinking that, oh, they're one step, you know, ahead of Thanos. And then Thanos just comes by and just rips the rug right under your feet. And mm-hmm. you're just like, whoa, like, can these people get a break? Yeah. You know, can, is it just one one moment? Can they get a break? But he's always and then again, you know, Thanos has been wanting this for centuries yeah i mean and i i still stand by my theory that the collector's dead well let's let's see because i i mean they showed he's, he's the only one that doesn't show that you know yes nowhere was destroyed completely nowhere was destroyed but not only nowhere was destroyed his um his escape his escape pod like his ship that he was loading up to escape in everything was destroyed so that leads me to believe that he didn't make it very far. True. And Thanos on the rampage that he was in, I doubt that he just said, oh, thank you for the stone. I mean, he did it to um, he did it to Peter Quill and he did it to Stark. He didn't kill him. He mortally wounded them, but they, you know, he didn't really kill him. But then again, you never know because... The collector was kind of lying to him as well, and he doesn't like it when he's mm-hmm. lied to. So he could be, yeah, he could be like permanently gone. Oh my god! And then I mean, going to go get the soul stone. Oh, that was that. It was shocking. Was an like, emotional. You show like that you see this shadowy figure, and you're like, "Who is that?" I know the voice. You're listening, and I'm like, "I know this voice. I know this voice," but I haven't seen. The first Avenger in a long time. Right. So when he, he kind of moves his hood and it's like, <gasps> it's oh my God, Skull. it's Red Skull. And the whole theater is like, gasp. <laughs> That's all you hear. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because he's been absent from everything for a long time. There's been no reference to him to nothing. Like I thought he was, you know, right after the first event, you know, first, uh, first Avenger, I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. Gone, you know, because... Technically, that's how it went, you know, went in the movies. You know, Captain America saves the world, you know, saves the world from World War II. And then, you know, the Red Skull is no more. But then here he comes back. Yeah, and then it shows that because, I mean, he's 
he was looking for something this whole time. And what it was, he was looking for the soul stone. He was looking for an infinity gem. And he was chasing it. And now he's got to the point where he's basically in purgatory where he got so close to it. But he can't do anything. He He can't possess it. He didn't have the one thing he loved to sacrifice. Yes, he was... was the one thing he loved with himself and trying to get that soul stone. He had nobody close to him, so there's no way he could actually Give possess that. that. There's yeah. no sacrifice for him. And then Gamora laughing at him. At Thanos, yeah. Saying, oh, I mean, I love her, Zoe Saldana, mm-hmm. but that was not the best acting in the movie. I just have to say that. When she was mocking him and everything, oh, you can't have the thing that you love, blah, blah, blah. Like, her little monologue wasn't, like, to me, was, like, the one drawback. It wasn't that great. I mean, what she was saying was good, but she didn't, her delivery wasn't perfect, wasn't great. But when he, like, when she realizes, oh, you're crying, (laughs) oh, how nice, you're crying. And when Red Skull is like, he's not crying for himself. And it hits her. That's kind of when the acting like kicked in. <laughs> well, and then she was like. I remember, you know, she was mostly like mocking him. You know, in a sense, you know, like, oh, look, you know, you fought and you've killed so many people. And, you know, I got you nowhere in her mind. Yeah. Because it wasn't still clicking in. Because she says you love no one. So, so there's no way thought, you can get it and this and that. But it's pretty funny how she had thought that he didn't love anybody when even Nebula always kept on telling her, you know, You're Thanos, his favorite. you know, Thanos always loved you more than I, you know, he always me. favored you. He mm-hmm. always loved you. He didn't love me. And that's why she resented her a lot. But, and then the thing is, again, like this, the way she delivered it wasn't, didn't sell me, but when it came to him grabbing her and getting ready to throw her, like, and that, that realization, that fright, like, then she started selling it <laughs> to me. And uh, I'm like, what? I wasn't expecting I, I, that. I, I don't know how. Like, they killed Gamora. He had to sacrifice the one thing he loved. And that was her. That's just, ah. Uh, it's just so crazy <laughs> Like... I'm like, what? She's dead. I'm like, maybe, maybe the the stone kind of forces you to make that decision, but maybe doesn't really take the person. Nope, nope, it did. It oh, took no. it. It took her. Yeah, the the infinity the infinity stones. Their rules are in black and white. You know, there's no loopholes or anything. No, I was thinking maybe the the, the infinity stone itself was like testing him that he would take that. And I was oh, hoping, I was hoping, yeah, yeah, it was more of like a test, not an actual like sacrifice, <laughs> but it was an actual sacrifice as far as we know. And he, he sacrificed it. He didn't even think twice. The dude didn't even blink. No. Yeah. He, he shed an open eyed tear. <laughs> pretty much. And then he just went, well, gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. But I mean. And Thor comes back when he gets, and oh, then and Groot. We are Groot, yo. <laughs> I 
Oh, it was funny. I was like, language. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm talking about. He's looking. He's like, because he, Thor held open the the stone or the star, and he falls into the workshop, and the elf is like, we need. Where's his handle? Where's his handle? He's looking around. And Gru kind of has that moment of maturity where he looks over at him and he sees he's dying. He stops, puts the video game now for a second, sees he's dying and hurting and he sacrifices and, you know, An arm. uses his arm, his own arm to make the, to make the handle. Oh my God. And you see the tingle of lightning and it's like, ah, and he just, and then they're fighting in Wakanda and you see the Bifrost fall and I'm like, oh my God. And he just, I mean, that was an entrance. That was the entrance, the entrances of entrances. Like he came in and that was a kick butt entrance. He came back. He he's back stronger, you know, more powerful. He he, he especially with you know with the um with the stormbreaker. He kicked names and took butt. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took names. That part was funny. Yeah. So, but I mean, but it was intense. I mean, the dogs of hell, though, they were fighting them. This was reminding me of Hounds right? of Hell. It's just how they 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 sacrificed themselves to try to get through that barrier. Mm-hmm. And even even the soul, even the warriors of Wakanda were like, "Whoa, this is something we've never ever encountered." Mm-hmm. You know, because how can you fight against an army that is not afraid to die? Yeah. You know, that's because they're bred to die. They're exactly. they're beasts. They're not. They don't have a conscience. Their only motive that's, is destroy. Basically, that's an army you don't want to go up against. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And like they fought for vision, and like they went through heck and and back literally. Yeah, for because they they tried to they tried to destroy it. Well, and how about the Hulk? He he he, he refused. He refused. He refused to come he out. He was scared. The first time. That's actually the first time where the Hulk hardly even appeared. That's the first time you know Banner actually defended himself without yeah. the help well, of the Hulk. The Hulk fought Thanos like literally hand to hand, and they were both scared because. Anytime he said it, he's like Thanos, and he had that tremble in his voice. He was terrified, and not and obviously he's not just terrified. Hulk is terrified. He got his butt handed to him. He's never gotten his butt handed to him like that. No. So he was scared. He didn't want to come back out. Every time he tries to tried to bring out the green monster, mm-hmm. Hulk was like, "No," and it was like, "Yeah, I wouldn't want to come out either." Yeah, and that that's the only answer could be is that he was scared. It's just like how he has that little internal conversation between himself. It's like, we got to work something out, buddy. Yeah. And he's arguing with himself uh, with his Hulk. <laughs> like, Pretty much. And Hulk is just yelling no every time but, he gets close to to put, bringing him out. He yells no and goes back. That was pretty cool how he, you know, either and way. And normally he, he Hulk wants out. control. Yeah. He wants you know. to be the main guy driving the seat. But that was actually pretty cool how he came out with the Hulkbuster, and he still, you know, held his own even without the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a nice touch to it. And it was like, okay, it's not the Hulk; it's it's Bruce Banner, but yeah, he still 
willing to throw down if necessary. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. He's he's still brave. He's still oh, brave yeah. without the Hulk. He's he, still yeah. doing his part, even without that part of him, because he has a lot to offer. Bruce Banner is is no joke. He's, he's a, a genius. great scientist. Yeah. But he's nothing next to um, T'Challa's sister. Oh, Sherry, yeah. <laughs> She made him sound like he was stupid. Yeah, he made he made him look like he was a uh, uh, what do you call it? A science teacher. A science teacher, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, she's like, well, why didn't you just do that? And he goes, we were thinking about it at the time. Think about that at the time. <laughs> she's like, oh. And the way she looked at him, like, oh, okay, like he was dumb for not <laughs> coming across <laughs> with that idea. It's so funny because she's so smart. I love her. Very smart. I love her, love her, love her. And I mean, the fight scene too between all oh, the cat fight, the alien chick, um, and Black Scarlet Widow. Witch, Black Widow, and the the head of the guard. I can't remember her name. But like that scene. I was like, girl fight. That was, they made every girl that's ever fought in a movie look freaking amazing. Yeah. Just. That was just amazing. Well, well played. Especially to bring them all together just to fight that one chick. Yeah. Well, I mean, because two of them have just straight combat skills. They don't have any superpowers. Mm-hmm. True. Because Black Widow and the head of the guard have, have no superpowers they're just awesome fighters and then you know scarlet witch jumps in and you know well they come they come in yeah well they actually come to her aid Mm -hmm. because she's uh she's trying to defend and she goes you and you're gonna die he's gonna die alone just like you are and then they come out with she's not alone and it's like boom boom like oh (laughs) and when she when, when scarlet witch uses her power she's like and why wasn't she here? <laughs> why wasn't she here? In when the first she first showed the up, she's like, and why was she in the tower this whole time? <laughs> but I like the fact that they like respect the f- her. Like they show that she is actually a very powerful mutant. Oh yeah, very powerful. Yeah, I mean this this movie I think shows how powerful she yeah, really is. It, it really does because the fact that she's the only one, her powers are so strong that she can actually destroy a, a soul. Uh, the Infinity Stone. Infinity Stone. She was the only one that could actually destroy the Infinity Stone, which she did, you know, but then Thanos already had the other five, plus including the, the Time Stone. So yeah, it was a Time Stone that did it. That's why when I, when I saw, as soon as I saw that, boom, the Infinity Stone exploded, I'm like, that was for nothing because he's got the time stone. He's just going to revert back, you know, reverse back time and just end up taking it mm-hmm. anyways. Well, and then my theory is Star, uh, Stark, um, Strange. Mm-hmm. He did it on purpose. Well, remember, he went forward in time. Yeah, and he saw all possible and, outcomes and he saw only one. one. Where they can defeat him. Where they all win. So, he did it because he knew that was the only way that they're going to win. But mm-hmm. he could, had to wait to give it to him at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's just pretty much like how he said to Stark. As soon as he, 
as soon as Thanos put the time stone into his gauntlet, he just said, all right, this is the end game right here. Yeah. You know, like, as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, something's go- something's going on here. Yeah, we start. they started the end game. Like, we're on the path to the timeline that we defeat him in. Mm-hmm. That's the way I took it. Yeah, because he wasn't just going to give it to him just to give it to him. Yeah. Like, he told Stark, if it's me protecting the Infinity Stone or, or you know, saving your life or the kid's life, I'm going to protect the Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. If, he knew, if he knew that there was a way to defeat him without having to give him the stone, oh, yeah, he would have he let Stark die. Yeah. He would have just done it. Yeah. But when he gave it to him, I was like, okay. I Here we go. He, there is a plan. <laughs> there is a plan. He's not doing it for no reason. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did it. I'm like, no, he had a plan. He saw he saw the future because he, he went through and he went through every single possible future. Outcome, yeah. And he found only one out of a million something that he saw that was going to work. 14 billion multi yeah, timelines. And he found the one that Only was going to work. One. So he did what he had to to make it sure we went down that that road. And when he did, you know, you know how Tony Stark is when something doesn't go right, he starts throwing out a, you know, throwing a fit. That was the only time where he's like, "Well, if you had to do it, you had to do it." You know. Mhm. And even even Stark, the new suit? Oh my and god. Yeah. The way he was holding Nanobots? his own. Like now, like the now the suit doesn't has, just come to him. It he just, has a shield. You know, he has like he was gripping he stuff. Like it was amazing. Spidey's new suit was awesome. Oh my god! When I saw the legs come out, I was like, yes, yes, finally. You know, it's like okay, they're finally doing Spider-Man the correct way. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely phenomenal, and then. Again, Thanos gets rid of half of the people. That's that's his calling card. Yeah, that's that's his mo. It's you know he goes in, he invades, he pretty much does genocide half the population because yeah. in, in his mind that will pretty much fix the balance of the universe. Well, and then my theory again, my theory is since he used the Infinity Gauntlet, he only he raised them from existence. So they're lost, but not dead. I don't think that they're dead dead. I have my dead deads, who I've already said, the Collector, Loki, Gamora, Vision, Heimsdale. Heimsdale, yeah. But then we we lost, I'm going to say they're lost, (laughs) all the Guardians except for Rocket. And Nebula. And Nebula, I forgot she counts as a guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucky's still there. Or no, Bucky's lost. Oh, yeah. Falcon's lost. Uh, Falcon's gone. Black Panther? Black Panther. Groot. Scarlet Witch. I said how all the guardians yeah. except a rocket. <laughs> and then with Spider-Man. That maybe. was that was the worst. Yeah, that, that was, was sad. Really that really that, that was like the tenant moment where I don't want to go. Right? Yeah. As soon as he says, no, no, I don't want to go. I was like, oh, no. Why? Just out of everybody, yeah. like you could have taken anybody else, but why him? I had, I had the my 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 ten flashbacks, <laughs> my tenth Doctor flashbacks, and then Strange, like even before he 
disappeared. Like he even, I forgot what he said. I should have written it down. But the last thing he said before he disappeared, like is even to me was even more of a hint of like, it's not done. He knew, he knew that that was the only possible outcome. Mm -hmm. Hence why I said that's the, because you have to lose the battle to win the war. And that's what is happening. Yeah, Thanos thinks he won. He, he, won, he won. He does. He went and he went to his happy place to sit and looking over the mountain to see the sunrise. And he thinks that he got what he wanted and he won. But he doesn't know our heroes, man. No. They'll be back. They're going to fight. They'll find him. And then the thing and is. And Tony's lost in space. Right. I was like, how is he? With Nebula. He's in in Titan with Nebula. And That's what I'm saying. But then then again, it's Nebula. She always finds a way. Oh, no. She she most likely has her own ship. Because how do you think she got there? No, she crashed hers (laughs) into into Thanos. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, come on. It's Nebula. She's kamikaze all the way through. Yeah. But then again, like I said, it's Nebula. She'll end up finding a way to get out. I mean, she's robotic, too. And he's... And she's got the bat, you know. She's got the support of the Ravagers too. So, yeah. So, like, they'll they'll find a way off, but it's gonna be a while. To it's get, not, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a while to get Stark back to Earth. But at you know, it's a good way in how they ended Phase Three. Yeah, I mean, we still have Cap, we still have Tony, we still have Thor, we still have Rocket, we still have the Hulk, and the Captain of the Guard, Mbaku. Baku's as well, still alive, yeah. and Nebula. That was those who are left. Among the other ones that weren't in the movie, but were mentioned. Yeah, well, these are the ones we know that are left yeah. because, as you saw in the end credit, you had to wait all the way till every single last credit rolls. Not those mid-credit scenes. Stay in your butt till the end Until of the, the cro- end. Yeah, rolling no, credits. <laughs> there's no... What, do you, what, are those, what are those called? Mid-credits. 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 The real post-credit scene, end-credit scene, is all the way at the end. Yep. But as you see, everybody's... Half the population, population is appearing. is gone, yeah. Yeah. The helicopters are falling. They crash into the vehicle. And look at the vehicle. There's nobody the in there. Cars were because into each other, yeah. Because half of the population is disappearing because that's what he does. And that's so, the whole universe. So who do we know? Like, we don't know exactly who else other than those people who are actually still around. Exactly. Because now, starting off phase four, you know, you got Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then at exactly. I found it clever how they were able to explain why they weren't in the movie Ant Man the Wasp and mm-hmm. Hawkeye, because they took a um, a deal with the Accords. Yeah, Hawkeye because, made a deal with them, and then Ant-Man's because it was hard, arrest. it was hard having their families on house arrest. Mm-hmm. That's what they used, and I mean it's believable. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye's a big family man. He has, like, what, two, three he, kids? You know, he protects his family no matter what. I mean, two kids and a wife, right? Yep, two kids and a wife. So, I mean, that was believable. And I'm I'm happy they explained it. They didn't, like, just glaze over yeah, it like exactly. a lot of movies tend to do. So and that was interesting. Both of them too, not just Hawkeye, but they also mentioned Ant-Man. So it's like, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to hear. You know, and then end credits. 
the pager. Yep. You know. That I'm, very, very last moment you see it's Captain, uh, Marvel's. Captain Marvel symbol come up. And I was just like, yes. I mean, Nick Fury and his assistant both disappear. Disappear, both of them. And but, he drops the pager because he started making the call. And when you it zooms in on it, you're like, oh, who's he calling? They're like, yeah, who's he calling? Because <laughs> like, like, he, he still managed to send the message. But it was like, who did he send it to? Yeah. And, and then Captain Marvel's symbol came out. Yes. So that's awesome. And they still haven't really mentioned the other, you know, who else is going to be coming out on Phase 4. The, the only ones we know about mm-hmm. is uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. The Guardians are coming back. Obviously, Thor. Uh, you got... Uh, Captain Marvel, and, you know they're coming out with a new Avengers, the one I'm really itching, which they haven't really mentioned since Guardians Two at the end, which is um, Adam Warlock, mm-hmm. the only one that can actually go toe to toe with Thanos. So hopefully, maybe this Squirrel Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. If they end up bringing Squirrel Girl in, I mean, she's like, really? she's actually gone toe to toe with some big some big baddies oh, and yeah, actually know, kicked but their butts. But it's Squirrel Girl. I know like... that's the hilarious part. <laughs> she's she's a sleeper there. Come on, don't sleep on my girl, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> it's just funny. Like when I heard that they were actually thinking about you know doing a movie for her, I was like, why? Why oh, Squirrel Girl? No, <laughs> they'll make it too campy. But I mean that's. It would be funny. I mean, she can come in. She she'll kick Thanos' butt with her horde of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're just getting. This is a short wrapping about yes. the movie. How our feelings on it. I mean, this is just our initial feelings. We literally just got back from the theater, and some of this still have to sink in. Like I said, it was great storytelling. I found Thor to be definitely, to me, he was a standout of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. He he sacrificed a lot. He sacrificed. You know, he body, had nothing left. Everything. He had nothing left to lose is what exactly. he said. So he did whatever he Everybody needed. did their part. He did everything he needed to do to avenge. Oh, I, I like when he messes with Cap. He's like, oh, I see you grow a beard like me. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Oh, and that when uh, when Groot introduces himself, you know, to Captain um, Captain America, <laughs> I yeah. am Groot. You know, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. He was like, "What did he call him? He called him Twiggy." I can't remember. He's like Twigman. Like he didn't call him by his name, and then he goes, "I am Groot," and then I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> the whole theater rolled, started laughing. And also, the funny part that Thor actually understands Groot. Because he took it as an elective class. Exactly. <laughs> that was funny. It was like they. That's that's what I what I liked about the you know the storyteller, the guy who wrote the script. He really thought of everything to bring in, so it doesn't feel like they're just throwing it in there. Yeah, and that's what I was worried about, and that's what I said, and I've always said a couple of times is where they're going to overthrow overload us with all yeah. these characters. You know, so when Rocket asked him, was like, "Wait, you 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 understand him?" And he explains why is it that he understands. And it's like, oh, perfect. That's just, you know, that's just perfect storytelling right there. Yeah. I mean, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I 
want to see it again just to kind of fully grasp everything things we might have missed yeah i mean the graphics were amazing um and in imax too that was just like i I didn't want to i didn't want to you know take my eyes away from the screen oh i'm scanning i'm scanning the screen at all times that's what i do (laughs) i'm just like this looks amazing visually everything and we did 3d imax and that was actually really awesome i really enjoyed it in 3d Maybe good. I'll check it out in 2D just to kind of compare. I do that sometimes. I did it with Doctor Strange. I watched it in 3D and then in 2D. Doctor Strange, you need to watch in 3D. There's little things that happen in that movie that you don't fully get a grasp of in 2D. Gotcha. But, again, um, we're going to wrap this. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> thank you for listening to us. You know, like us, love us. We're on iTunes. I am nerdcandy.com. Facebook backslash I am nerdcandy. Like me on iTunes. Please give me five star reviews so other people can find <laughs> me so they can hear our awesome opinions. And I mean, leave a comment. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like about the movie. We can start a dialogue. We do a little uh, conversation and, you know, yeah. comments we get. We keep this a conversation. All right. Good night, nerds. Night, night, nerds. <laughs>